Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. This is Johnny. Thank you for joining us on this special edition. This is Jeff. This is Jeremy. This is Jackie. And this is Jordan. And today we are going to be doing a one-shot of the uh, one-page RPG, Lasers and Feelings. Now this game is a free download, so if you enjoy it, be sure to check it out. The game was written by John Harper, and he's done a lot. He's done uh, probably two of his biggest games are Lady Blackbird, which if you've never played it, it's basically steampunk Star Wars. It's a lot of fun. And then he's also done Blades in the Dark, which is getting a lot of critical acclaim right now. So heard of that one. Yeah. And so this game is actually one that he did as a tribute to a song by a band called the Double Clicks, where they had a, the chorus was all about lasers and feelings. And so he took those two things and he made the attributes about lasers and feelings. Those are the only two attributes in the game. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Well, let's go ahead and de uh, describe it. You are the crew of the interstellar scout ship Raptor. Raptor. <laughs> raptor. And just looking at the artwork, I think you can tell where the raptor is coming from. Uh, science fiction lore. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it looks very Star Trek. Yeah. The saucer, saucer body, twin nacelle design. Mm -hmm. Anybody familiar with uh, Star Trek would recognize it quite easily. Your mission is to explore the uncharted regions of space, dealing with aliens both friendly and deadly and defend the Consortium Worlds, not the Federation, the Consortium Worlds, against space dangers. Captain Darcy has been overcome by this strange psychic entity known as something else, <laughs> leaving you to fend for yourselves while he re recovers in a medical pod. So Captain Darcy is not available at the moment. Darcy, he always gets into trouble. All right, players, it is time to create your characters. In front of you, you should have a single index card, and that will be... And a pencil. And a pencil. Pencil. Yeah. Pencil. A pencil. A pencil. PG County. PG County. I got no pencil. Jackie decides that she needs three index cards in front of her. <laughs> Just because you said single. Multiple. Whatever. So you get to choose the style for your character. Alien. Android. Dangerous. Hotshot. Intrepid, savvy, or sexy? Just one? Just one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, can I be a sexy android? <laughs> I mean, if you want to be, yes, absolutely. But which one defines you more? <laughs> I think it would be hilarious to have a ship full of androids and the human captain. Apparently there's been like some continuing adventures of Star Trek comics where um, Data was recovered after Nemesis. Hmm. And they've created a whole ship full of soon type androids he's going to be in the new picard series yes yes he is so what's the listing in uh alien android dangerous hot shot intrepid 
savvy or sexy? All right. Do I want to be intrepid or sexy? Intrepidly sexy. <laughs> Jeremy, what did you choose? I went with dangerous. Dangerous. Very nice. How about you, Jackie? Android. Android. Mm -hmm. Johnny? Hot shot. Hot shot. Real quick, can I be iPhone? You, you could be Siri. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I, I went with intrepid. Intrepid. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> he can still be sexy. Mm -hmm. All right. Now you get to choose a role for your character. Doctor, envoy, engineer, explorer, pilot, scientist, or soldier. Should we coordinate so we don't all end up as no, no, pilots? No. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> no. A ship full of android pilots and a human captain. Hotshot pilot. Intrepid pilot. Sexy pilot. Just gotta get that v-neck. Android pilot. <laughs> what was that list again? I mean... I'm like, gonna be a doctor. If, if we're going to go in the next generation, you could be the intrepid, sexy pilot in a... Yes, a hotshot doctor. Doctor, which Johnny took. Envoy, engineer, explorer, pilot, scientist, or soldier. Be the engineer. I was thinking engineer. Well, I would love to see it. Like, so you, you, you're, you chose Intrepid, right, Jeff? Yeah. If you were a scientist, then you would have been the exact opposite of Edric Farlings because he uh -huh. was not an intrepid scientist. Yes, yeah. that's very true. <laughs> but an intrepid engineer, I'd be building Geordie LaForge. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Jeremy, any thoughts on your... Uh, pilot, explorer, or soldier is what I'm leaning towards. Pilot, explorer, or soldier. Okay. Any thoughts for you, Jackie? Doctor. You've got a doctor. Oh, wait. No, I think he's an engineer. He's an engineer. I'm a doctor. Okay, so now be a scientist. Okay. okay. Yeah. An android scientist. Yeah. Makes sense. They're quick at calculations. Unless they're fully programmed. Actually, Data did have some science-y aspects to oh, his yeah. personality. Nice. Yeah. He was a science officer. I'll go with pilot. I'm just saying. I mean, I, mean, I would. Yeah, I've never been a pilot before. Oh, so now you get to choose your number from two to five. 17. No. A high number means that you're better at lasers, which is technology, science, cold rationality, calm, precision, and action. A low number means you're better at feelings, intuition, diplomacy, seduction, wild, passionate action. Five. Well, I have a feeling since I'm dangerous, I need to be five. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I'm a hot shot doctor, so I have to be five. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like your number is a little lower. A little than bit lower. Five. Three. Maybe a four. <laughs> right in the middle. Yeah, we'll go with a three. Now, finally. We all make fun of you for being so caring. Give your character a cool space adventure name, like Sparks McGee or something. AS5. AS5? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Just Android. Yeah. Android Scientist 5. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Doctor, I'm a cutcha. I'm a cutcha. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. I don't. <laughs> You're an engineer? Yeah. I'm a fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wreck it. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Oh, Ralph is not bad. 
We have friends that named their rescue dog Ralph because of what he did all day the day they brought him home. <laughs> <laughs> and it stuck. He's going to be Felix. Felix? Exit Felix. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. When the Disney people sue your podcast, I'm just going to laugh. <laughs> I mean, we've, if they haven't we've, yet. We've put out some close calls. <laughs> Do you have a last name, Felix? <clears throat> Lamar. Felix Lamar. So fix it, Felix and LeVar Burton. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean... <laughs> so we have... I'm a cut you. Jeremy's mad at that. Yes. No. Uh, are you human, or are you are you alien? He's no, but he's intrepid. Doesn't matter. No, uh, it's um, uh, hot shot. Hot shot. Hot shot. Yeah. yeah. So but I can still be an alien or android well, or whatever. As I read it, he you can't be an alien or an android because those were two options. So you're human. If you didn't pick alien yeah. or android, you're human. Mm-hmm. I like I like reading the fine print. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jordan loves it. So Lamar has two L's at the beginning, like llama. Yamar. Yamar. Say Yama Yamar. Felix Lamar. Felix Lamar. My pal's name is Gunner Black. Okay. On our ship, it's the pilot's job to shoot. Now, you have a consortium uniform with a built in vac suit for spacewalks, a super sweet space phone, camera communicator scanner thing with universal translator. Sweet. And a variable beam phase pistol. Set to stun, usually. Mine's always set to kill. Because I'm sexy. No, you're not sexy. You're You're intrepid. intrepid. I'm intrepid. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the player's goal is to get your character involved in some crazy adventures and try to make the best of them. The character's goals, and you get to choose one or create your own. You can become the captain... You can meet sexy aliens. You can shoot bad guys. You can find new worlds. You can solve weird space mysteries. You can prove yourself. Or you can keep on being awesome. I guess we're supposed to, uh, so we're supposed to choose a character goal? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking. All weird space mysteries. Preferably space medical mysteries. Potentially. Jeff, what is your goal? Prove myself. Yes. Do, we, yes. do we need to have different goals? No, no. Not if you want to have the same goals. Did uh, you have prove yourself as you I did? did, but I was contemplating another one. It was either prove myself or continue being awesome. That's what I'm going to pick. Continue being awesome. And Those are my choices too. <laughs> and mine is um, solve weird space mysteries, but I kind of feel like him being the doctor and Darcy being in his situation. Mm-hmm. It's going to be two different mysteries. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and because you're the android scientist and you're the the doctor, the hotshot doctor, you're basically like... You'd be working together a lot. Dr. McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy, right? That's the show? It was Dr. McDreamy, Dr. McSteamy. (laughs) All right. Now we get to build the raptor. Raptor. Now remember, the raptor is an interstellar scout ship, so not too big, right? We get to pick two strengths for the raptor. Fast, nimble, well-armed, powerful shields, superior sensors, cloaking device, or fighter craft. I say fast and something else. <laughs> um, I was going to say fast until I heard fighter craft. 
So my character's dangerous, so he's gonna be like shields. We don't need shields. Is a fighter craft fast and nimble combined? Because in my mind, it is. Okay. I'm imagining have have fighter craft, or is it? It's not the ship in and of itself is a scout ship. It is not. Or is it like the Defiant? It's not the Defiant. It's a scout ship, more like. So it may have like some Uh, uh, one one manned fighter craft Mm -hmm. on board on it. I guess like heavily armored Delta flyers. I feel like my character would choose either fast, nimble, or fighter. Yeah, fighter craft. Because you're a pilot. Yeah. Well, I think we all want fast because I'm it's an easy engineer. To run away. Engineers <laughs> like fast things. You're always looking to optimize. I mean, I'm okay with fast, but. My my sciency projects might need cloaking devices because I'm not gonna miss out on, you know. Or sensors. Sensor, yeah. Sensors, sensors yeah. makes more sense for sciency. Sensors makes more sense for sensing sciency things. Yes. So we want fast <laughs> with sensors. Sciencey sensors. <laughs> sensors work for me. They don't work for me, but. Whatever. Yes, they do. They let you know which course to plot. Uh, I'm awesome. I know which course to plot already. <laughs> Because of the sensors. You know, you weren't wrong when you mentioned the Orville earlier. He's exactly the pilot from the Orville. <laughs> I've never seen it. So. It's a great show. <laughs> so fast and sensors. Superior sensors. So maybe you're really not the best of pilots, but the sensors are so superior that you keep on. False sense you of think super- you are. <laughs> a false sense of awesome. Mm-hmm. Between a ship being extra fast and superior sensors, you think you're the best pilot in the galaxy. Okay, and now we also get to choose one problem for the ship. Is there a list? There is a list. Okay. I'm just writing it. Because I was coming up some great ideas. <laughs> so, it's a, the Raptor could be a fuel hog. It always needs energy crystals. <laughs> the engineer automatically hates that one. Automatically hates that one. There's only one medical pod, and Captain Darcy is in it. Ooh. There are horrible circuit breakers. In battles, consoles tend to explode on the bridge. And then there's a grim reputation. Captain Darcy did some bad stuff in the past. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, I feel like grim grim reputation kind of sets it up for us. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it makes our lives less shocking. Everywhere we go, they (laughs) Shocking. Grim reputation. Sounded like the show. Did anybody see the show? What's that show? Dang it. I forgot the name. As soon as you say it, you forgot the name. Yeah, I did. It's where the people, they wake up, they have no memory of who they were. They have this horrible reputation. Dark Matter? Yeah, it's Dark Matter. Yeah, that's a great show. Yeah. It's a sci-fi original that lasted three seasons, I think. Two or three seasons. Yeah. I guess it, was, um, it was actually done by the guy, one of the guys who show ran Atlantis, mm-hmm. or SG Atlantis. So, rolling the dice, just to explain this. When you do something ris- risky... Roll one D6 to find out how it goes. Roll one more if you're prepared, and another one if you're an expert. And the GM will tell you how many dice to roll based on your character in the situation. Roll your dice and compare each die result to your number. If you're using lasers, science or reason, you want to roll under your number. If you're using feelings, rapport, or passion, you want to roll over your number. I hey, better right in the middle. So you're... I better be using them. <laughs> you can go either way though. Just rolling ones. Yes. 
If none of your dice succeed, it goes wrong. The GM says how things get worse somehow. If one dice succeeds, you barely manage. The GM inflicts a complication, harm, or cost. If two dice succeed, you do it well. Good job! If three dice succeed, you get a critical success. The GM tells you some extra effect you get. If you roll your numbers exactly, you have laser feelings. Laser feelings. Laser oh, yeah. feelings. You get a special insight into what's going on. Ask the GM a question and they'll answer you honestly. All five. Some questions. What are they really feeling? Who's behind this? How could I get them to blank? What should I be look on the lookout for? What's the best way to blank? What's really going on here? You can change your action if you want to, then roll again. Also, helping. If you want to help someone who's rolling, say how you help and make a roll. If you succeed, give them plus one D. All right. Space. The final, final frontier. frontier. The other frontier. Why don't we go ahead, go ahead and round the table and just describe what a normal day on the Raptor would look like. Gunner, you're the one typically on the bridge the most out of this group. What's your normal duty day like? So, uh, we are com we comprise the entire crew. There's no extra. Except for red shirts, yes. Yeah, the engineers and security officers and uh, the one red shirt who doesn't die. <laughs> I'm Scotty. Leave me alone. Usually, it's just trying to not be detected because uh, we've got many different people out to, to find our ship. Many different groups, factions, looking for our ship. You don't have that reputation. We don't have that reputation. The captain, the captain, does. captain has, reputation. has the reputation. So... Now that the captain is actually in the stasis pod, how's that been going? Like, in terms of, of people like with reputation grudges against the captain, have you been able to say, look, he's not available right now? Well, no, it hasn't been going well because usually he's able to uh, schmooze his way out of situations, but now it's le left us. He's kind of a Han Solo type, our captain. Trying to do it, and we're more action except for Felix there. So Felix gets called up to the... Hey, I do plenty of action. I got things to fix all the time because our captain ran this thing ragged. What's your biggest complaint about how the captain treated the, the actual ship? He took its abilities for granted and he, he pushed it past its limits so many times. How did you feel about having the sensors optimized as far as they could go? Well, that makes sense. It's more the engines that he ran ragged. With him in the healing tank, it's much easier to, to actually work on things and get it running smoother again. Now, Doctor, you've had your hands full trying to figure out this mystery ailment. Yeah, don't know what's wrong with him. Shot him up with all sorts of drugs and done all sorts of tests. Now, did, this, did he come in contact with something on an away mission, or was this something... Yeah, he came in contact with someone on the way mission. The way mission that he was told not to go on by everybody. Not Gunner. <laughs> Gunner signed up to go with him. Well, the main reason we told him not to go is because we knew he was going to end up in trouble. Thus getting us in trouble. But, yeah, I'm at this point I'm using him more of an experimental basis than trying to find the cause. Right. 
How can we take care of an issue? Yes. So it's all very experimental procedures that I'm doing with him. Yeah. Jackie, your name was AS5? AS5. AS5. What did the captain bring back from that away mission that you've been studying? The captain brought back a couple of rocks, one with a unique inscription on it. But it was covered in this, like, ooze. He insisted that the ooze was nothing, but I know better than him, because I know better than everybody, and I saved the ooze. You saved the ooze? Mm Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the oods. We're going to go ahead and say that you all are on your way back to the planet where Captain Darcy had his calamitous away mission. Something was left behind. Captain's brain. Captain's brain? <laughs> That's why he's not working. No wonder I can't cure him. The name of this planet is Imbros 4. Find what was left behind by the Billy Captain and our pilot, our careless pilot. I didn't leave anything behind. <laughs> in fact, you're the one who remembers that, that it got left behind in the first place. It was a new state of the art experimental replicator. That was meant for, not those replicators. <laughs> no, it wasn't the spider replicators from Stargate. Yes, a Star Trek replicator. It's a mobile design. Was supposed to be delivered to a, a colony that had just been established a few planets away. But the captain decided that he was going to use it to replicate on the planet. <laughs> All right, Ambrose 4. I even, never even knew he took it off the ship. And like the intelligent man that he is, Captain Darcy decided that he was going to use it to solve another problem. Unfortunately, you all had to leave the planet rather quickly because, oh God, he's all of a sudden not working properly. Yep. <sighs> Captain Darcy. So, to the planet, pilot. It sounds like you are going to roll two dice. It doesn't sound like you're necessarily prepared for this because this is a little bit of a side mission from what you guys were supposed to be doing. Yes. Can I suggest somebody get on the sensors because navigating these canyons is going to be a bit of a challenge. I can be on the sensors. Sensors. Two dice. How many dice do I get for the sensors? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that you get two dice as well. Okay. I got one. Well, I want below, right? If yes. you're using lasers, you want yes, to you roll want under your number. Yeah. Uh, one. I got one on the number and one under the number. So you got a five? I got a five. Then you got laser feelings. Laser feelings. Laser feelings. You get a special insight into what's going on. Ask the GM a question and they'll answer you honestly. See, I don't know what we're redoing on this planet. <laughs> well, we were there to deliver the replicator to the colony. No, no that, that was a different. That was this is a side mission. Like he got Darcy got distracted. Yeah, but you were there to answer a distress signal. Because that sounds like something Darcy would do. Yeah, the question that I shall ask. Am I truly too sexy for my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is <laughs> no. <laughs> AS5, you went ahead and you rolled it. You got a success. Uh-huh. So you are able to go ahead and locate this area that looks like there has been a buildup 
of life forms on the planet. Okay. And it's very similar, very close to where you all had been previously. Mm-hmm. Are there more than one type of life form? No. All right. That was my question. Is it bees? <sighs> <laughs> they are in space. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to answer that question right now, unless you would like to do another. No. No. Gunner's going to say, "Well, that that can't be right. There was there was only a couple survivors when we came down." Olive, where did they all come from? Meeps. Meeps. I'll set us down in the adjacent canyon. The adjacent canyon. Canyon, not cannon. (laughs) (laughs) That's if you need to make a quick escape. I land the ship. All right. Fortunately, you know from the last time that you were there that the air is breathable, but only just. You might feel a little bit wheezy if you have to exert yourself. Send the android. Send the android. <laughs> Makes sense. Don't don't really need air. No. All right, android's gone. Okay. Does anybody want to go with with AS five? Gunner will. Gunner will. He's not one for sitting around. No. Yeah, I'm just going to stand on the ship with the radio. We do have those fancy high-tech space suit. Yeah, so we do. Darcy. Suit things. Built into your uniform, so it's yeah. Like... one of those fancy nanotech kinds. Yeah. So I'm going to go check it out with Gunner. I'm going to stay on the ship and make sure this thing's working right. I'm going to cut into the captain. Let's go ahead and deal with that. <laughs> We're going to deal with with the the, the less hotshot side of the table first. All right. So how are you going to approach? Everyone just wants to walk in. I mean, that's how we did it last time. We just walked up. I mean, and <laughs> and the android just is good. This will be a fascinating. Does experience. the android have onboard sensors? Yes. This seems like a good idea. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I think that's a question that I should answer. Even or odd. Oh, gosh. Odd. Even. So no sensors. You 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 have your little hand sensor to hit me. Mm-hmm. Your super sweet space phone camera communicator scanner thing with universal translator. Eh, it'll do. Gunner's even look at it there, so Gunner goes by instinct. Because he's awesome. All right, so you leave the ship. Mm-hmm. One thing that you, you're able to pick up is that the magnetosphere mm-hmm. seems to be shifting. It seems like magnetic north is different from when you all were here last. I mean, it happens from time to time. I mean, most most planets' magnetic fields shift from time to time, so I'm not terribly concerned about that. Okay. I think Gunner would realize. No, Gunner, Gunner would not realize that. No. And I don't even say anything because it's a natural occurring phenomena that happens. Oh no, I do say so. I say it. I note it because it'll make take off, getting off of here later. But I don't. I don't say anything. Okay. All right. Gunner, previously when you were on the on the planet Ambrose Four with the captain, previously on Ambrose Four, you noticed there there were some flying, floating gaseous types of creatures in the atmosphere? Air jellyfish. That's a good way to describe them. But they don't seem to be around anymore. In fact, it seems to be rather quiet. 
like a lot more quiet than it was last time you were here. It's quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> hey, it's Raph. Yeah, a little too Raph. <laughs> yeah, so he was just like, eh, I wonder where all these little floating things went. Were they little? Were they? Yeah, they were little. Some were little, some were big, you know. They were little. How long does it take you all to, to cross from one canyon to the next? Um, well, Gunner set us down right next to the, right at the edge of one. So it's just a yeah, moderate climb out of it. And then maybe a mile walk. Okay. So at most, like a half hour. Yeah. And you're just going to approach straight on. Gunner would take the same route they did last time. As you approach, you see what looks like a farmhouse. There had not been a farmhouse there before. Yeah, I was just about to say, that wasn't there before. How long ago were we here? Maybe one space week away. Let's go. Space week. Space week. Squeak. Squeak. <laughs> Squeaks can be a little squishy. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Squeak, squeak, squeaking. <laughs> you stole my space jellyfish. <laughs> the spelling fish. What did you say? Spellyfish. <laughs> Is it before the canyon? Yes, it's at the mouth of the canyon. And the the canyon that the sensors told you there was a build up of platforms. It's gonna radio back to the the ship and be like, ah, I think there's something wrong with our our scanners. Cause I don't think we landed in the same spot. Dang. <laughs> well, the science officer's with you. Well, I'm just saying. Maybe maybe the the scanner should be calibrated. Calibrated. Oh, perhaps that magnetic field issue. Felix, fix it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, I'll work on the scanners. Okay. Right. And we're gonna go check out this house. The house. There's a house. That's why we're. I think we're in the wrong spot. Did you just mention AS five? Did you just mention over the? Yeah. The, that's, about yeah. The the magnetic field. Yep. 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 Okay. So. so that means you can go ahead and roll three dice because you're the the engineer. You fix things. You're sciencing it. You're lasering it. Um, but you want above, right? Yes, he wants above. Since Wait. Lasering. No, you want to roll under for lasers. No. You're under for if lasers. you're using feelings above. Ah! Hey, he got two below and one above. Right <laughs> he on. got two ones and a two th- ones and <laughs> a three. So if one die succeeds, you barely manage it. No, he has two successes and one right on. So he has a laser feeling. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So go ahead and ask me a question. Is it the magnetic fields, the magnetic pole shifts that affected our scanners? Yes, but you're finding goo in places where it should not have been. Oh. Like there's this weird residue um, that's magnetically charged. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. Uh, wrong wrong movie. I guess I better get the uh, cleaning solution. Does it match the goo that I found? Well, I don't, I don't mention it. Oh, yeah, I mention it. Okay. I don't mention it. I'm like, well, What's your cleaning solution? Bleach. Space bleach. <laughs> Spleach? <laughs> uh, it absorbs right into it. Ooh. Ooh. I use a heating element to try and dry it up. 
Okay. Go ahead and roll me. Roll me two die. Oh! Two failures. Two failures. Yeah, two sixes. That never happens for Jeff. It's because it's a failure. That's why he rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> so none of your dice succeed. It goes wrong. The GM says how things get worse somehow. It starts growing. Oh! Like it starts no, no, expanding. No, 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 no. Pull the heat away. Pull the heat away. It's actually like it starts to like follow the heat. <laughs> yeah, it starts like reaching out. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Also, it starts choking you out of the Jeffrey's tooth. Like, it starts expanding at an exponential rate. I'm going to try and blast it with my laser blaster. I'm blast Set phaser to stun. Set phaser to ice. <laughs> phaser is always set to stun. Already set to stun. Go ahead and do that. Usually. Uh, roll me a one die. And you need... A zero. A three. Ah, a three. Three. So the laser feelings. Laser feelings. So go ahead and describe to me your laser feelings, or ask me a laser feelings question. Alright, I want to know if turning the heating element to cool, because we have that capability, will cause it to start retreating. It doesn't seem that that would work. It seems like it's become activated somehow. Like it's it's become... Alive! Alright, I blast it. Does it work? It seems to clear a little bit away, like it separates it, and a part of it falls, and the part Ooh. that falls sinks into the grill work that's in the floor. With that, we're going to go ahead and call it an end of the episode. I guess we're going to have to find out what happens on the raptor and at the mysterious farmhouse next time. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.